Life is a black man. Tell me what's harder than that. I ain't speaking bars, I'm speaking on facts. Just cause I'm black, don't know I react. Think about pocket, yeah, I think about Malcolm. Messed up cause they had the same outcome. Made it this far, yeah, we did it without them. Imagine if they never did stop them. Uh, so, huh, slave on a track. Reparations, yeah, I need that. And if I can't get it, you know what? Might as well just bling back Wall Street back. I'm thinking about Malcolm, messed up cause they had the same outcome. Made it this far, yeah, we did it without them. Imagine if they never did stop them. All right, all right, all right, all right. I want to thank everybody for tuning in, man. It is your boy, Beano, man. And this is the G&G Podcast, man. That's Gangsta and Gentleman Podcast, man. If you already know... You should already be tapped in, man. This is going to be episode, what is this, number three? Episode number three, man. So by then, you should have already had subscribed. You should have already told somebody else to subscribe. You should have already checked us out on Anchor. We're doing it for y'all. We're doing it for us. We're doing it for everybody, man. This is something different. And, you know, we're getting a good feedback. I appreciate all the feedback, man. The feedback has been crazy. All the DMs, all the love. So I'm going to keep it going for y'all, man. We're going to keep it popping, man. But if you know how we get down, we got that 38 special with our topics on it. So, you know, we about to get into it, man. Let's see what we got for topics for today. Okay, all right. This is a good one. We got corporate smarts, man. We got some corporate smarts, man. We're going to get into this. Yeah, man, this is a good topic. Damn good topic, man. Right now, I just need everybody, you know, just go get everything you need. If you about to tune in, you about to learn something. Hey, yo, when you doing big stuff, they going to hate. Yeah, I mean, shout out Young Dolph on this one. Huh? When you doing? Huh? Huh? Hey. But when you, huh? Huh? They supposed to hate. Big boy shit only. I got a plate with a whole lot on it. I'm having my way right now at the moment. Hey, you can see the glass on it. That boy talking. Money got a price tag on it. You know that. We boys in the hood, but I kill boys in the hood. Like Tony. Bang. Smoking orange tree, drinking a dirty orange fountain. That's expensive, y'all. Motherfucking quick like MC Him. Extra what's that thing right there? Nearly country grum. Country. Please God, free all of the real ones out the slim. Free them. Trapper, not a scammer. Nah. Yellow bitch, banana. Woo. She went to college in Atlanta, but she from Savannah. Woo. She gonna show out every time when I pull out the camera. Huh? In the strip club, my diamonds huh? talk harder than the dancers. Huh? Rain, rain, go away. Go away. Go away. All right, man. I had to let that bang out. Pardon me, man. I was just feeling that. Because, you know, when you're doing big shit, you know, they're supposed to hate. You feel what I'm saying? So the topic of the day, man, it is corporate smarts. Corporate smarts, man. So, yeah, I mean, let's get into some corporate smarts, man. You might say to yourself, okay, who's this guy telling us about corporate smarts? Does he know anything about corporate smarts? Does he know anything about anything? And that's valid. But, you know, in this corporate lane, I do have some I have some situations that brought me up and brought in my horizons. And, you know, I've owned companies and I've worked different various of places and I've done big things when it comes to this corporate life. So, yeah, I mean, I do have, you know, a little say on it. 
Yeah, I mean, I actually, I actually saved a life on the job as far as w- when I was uh, working. So I get it in when it comes to this corporate lane. But, you know, let's just talk about it. For my perspective, I just want to say, like, I just want everybody to experience the corporate lane. You feel me? There's a lot of people that, you know, they stay, they try to stay away from it. You know, you're doing what you got to do. You're getting your money, whatever, whatever. Or you might be working in a corporation, getting your money, doing whatever. But you're not really experiencing the corporate side. It's a whole different level when you're on the corporate side. Like, for instance, when, um, like me personally, I, I've owned a, a welding company before. Yeah, I mean, I, I've... I came to the state of Connecticut and I opened up a a welding company when I first came here many years ago. I was young and I, I was, you know, trying to explore my, my, my life. So I, I I jumped into the welding game. And the welding game is crazy because I never went to school for that. I never got no certificates until later. But I learned that just because one day someone said, hey, fix something. And they handed me the machine. Feel me? They're like, hey, this goes here, this goes here, make it stay. I'm like, all right, boom. Taught myself, taught myself on the job doing something else. So then when I left that, I transitioned to, you know what, let me try to make my own company. So I made my own welding company. And, you know, it did good for a little bit, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of politics involved and being a minority is a big thing. So it was, it, yeah, I mean, that was a, that was a touchy thing. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, racism is everywhere and corporately is worse. That's cutthroat. That's cutthroat. That's the streets. That corporate cutthroat is the streets. I remember coming up on situations where I was applying for jobs, trying to get a bid, you know, bitten for jobs, certain stuff, and they would take the competitor for, you know, $50, $100 less. And they knew they wasn't going to get the same type of job that I was going to do, but they were just taking the loss on, oh, because maybe they knew who it was or they know him. Okay, yeah, yeah, I don't know this guy. I mean, not knowing that my work was going to be on top. You know what I mean? Like I was going to come in and (laughs) ain't no shortcuts to this. We're going to get it done. You dig what I'm saying? So after I um I kind of got tired of and another thing was it was hard finding good help. That's all that's another thing. When you own a company like that and you're getting contracts like I got contracts from, you know, I was subcontracting from various numerous companies, you feel what I'm saying? And like I could be there every day, but some jobs I needed help. It was hard to find help. It was real hard to find help. Like people that, you know, they might want to work that first week, you know, get that nice chunk. But then the next week they like, oh, yeah, man, uh, uh, I think I think I'm going to come in on Tuesday. I think I'm going to come in on Tuesday. Like, damn, bro. Okay, well, I know you got money, but okay. So that's a big thing, man. After that transition, when I had my little company, you feel me? I um actually I had did a job and. My next company, I would say, but it wasn't my company at the time, the owner had seen a job that I did and was pretty impressed. So he inquired on who did the job. So long story short, boom, 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 he found me. He hit me up. 
He's like, hey, you did this job? I'm like, yeah, I did. He's like, yeah, I like this. Can you come to my company and, you know, do a little work for me real quick? I said, sure, no problem. You know what I mean? I'll come, knock it out, whatever. So I come, do what I got to do. He loves the work. Now he wants to hire me. He wants to hire me. He loves the work. Wow. This is this is great. This is good stuff. I, I I need somebody like you around. Can I hire you? Can I hire you? At this point, I'm like, uh, I don't I don't really don't want to. You know I mean, I like being my own boss, but then I don't like being my own boss because then I got to deal with people and everything else. Maybe I could just, you know, get this check and not think about nothing else. Just, you know, boom. Like, yeah, just show up on time, leave on time, get paid on time. That type of thing. So then I'm like, oh, boom. I, you know, I, I kind of brushed him off a little bit for a little bit, but he was persistent and he kept hitting me up. Hey, man, I kind of need you. What are you doing? So then I said, you know what? One day I just walked in and I said, you know what? I'll take that offer. I'll take the offer. So I take the offer and then I start working. And uh, this is when it gets a little hairy as they say yeah i mean now i'm taking a i have less responsibility but i'm taking less an hour and possibly doing more work on the ground but not the corporate work so you know what i mean i just I, I i was content with that and with this job that i got i was i came in and can you imagine can you imagine coming into a job and you being a young black man and you have to tell six to seven 40 plus year old white men what to do? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Like that, that was like the craziest part. Like they, he hired me. He's like, Hey, you know what you're doing? Here's a crew of guys. Take them out on the field. Show them the way. And I'm like, uh, okay. But mind you, I'm I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm young. I'm right I'm right out the gate. And I got these five grown men with with houses and kids and boats and motorcycles looking at me like, oh, I'm supposed to listen to him? I'm supposed to listen to him? And at the end of the day, yeah. Because my credentials and Everything I was bringing to the table spoke for itself. So they had to. You dig what I'm saying? And that and that's and that's that's crazy because I remember going on certain sites like man, I've worked in numerous companies, big companies, man, all these local companies out here, man, like Pratt Whitney, Coca-Cola, like a lot of these a lot of these companies, man, like I, I I've been Stone Forge, like in Mass, like I actually did. I did a lot of stuff. Like, I've been out around the country, yeah, I mean, moving heavy machinery. I've been around the country doing it. I, my hand's been on a lot of stuff that people don't realize or even know. And it, it's just crazy. Like, I remember going on sites where I go on site, I have my crew, whatever. I'm I'm doing what I got to do. And then, you know, the subcontractor or 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 the the other foreman that's in charge of the of the job he comes up you know immediately he goes to what he what he knows which would be 
my workers asking them what's going on and they they got to point at me like oh no man you got you got to talk to you got to talk to that guy they got you got to talk to him <laughs> he 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 knows what's going on we we're, we're just here he calls us a gopher cuz we go for stuff so i don't know and then you know then they have to come over to me and hey how you doing hey hey how are you doing what's going on oh yeah yeah where where's the blueprints yeah yeah i can read those yeah bring them over stuff like that and it's just like you got to it, it's it's crazy man you just got to be smart and leverage yourself the best way you can if you know you're going on a forklift then Get on that forklift and perform to the best of your ability when you're on that forklift. If you know you're a painter, go over there and you make sure whatever that is, is going to be painted. You just got to leverage your ability and don't let nothing get in front of you. And you know what I mean? Like I said, it's just, you know, you just got to, you just got to be smart, man. You just got to be smart and you got to know that it's going to be all type of obstacles ahead of you and, no one wants you to be great. You got to realize that. No one really wants you to be great. You have to make yourself know that you're going to be great. And just, you know, weed that outcome. But, you know, like back back to the story. Like, you know, it was just it was just a lot of things that was heavy on me, but I still performed at a high level because I understood that this was a corporate level. Like, I remember going into situations where I'm I'm in the room where there's three or four businessmen everyone has on a suit and tie I'm I'm just there and you know I'm there with me you know what I mean I'm me you dig what I'm saying everyone's in suit and tie and they're talking they're talking multi-million dollar stuff you dig what I'm saying deadlines you know what a deadline is deadlines like yeah I mean I need this done by this boom we got yeah, I mean, we got this done. We got a permit. We got to do this. I mean, we need to crane in. Yeah, I mean, like if you got to get this done because they got to, the the drywall people got to come in to do this. So we got to make sure that we have room. There's nothing on the lawn. I need space because I got to get the crane in so I can put the AC unit on the roof. You dig what I'm saying? I, I got to get the AC. So I need all this cleared out. Stuff like that. Like it, it, it's corporate. It's corporate stuff. It, it, it's it, it, it's crazy. But now, I mean, now that I think about it, it molded me for just knowing that you're up, you're up against all odds, man. That's it. And you got you to gotta just do what you got to do. And, like, I'm about to get into this next story that when, you know what I mean, I actually had to save someone's life on a job. Yeah, I mean, and it was a coworker that, you know, he was we were cool. But at the same time, I felt he he was in the business and he did, yeah, I mean, he was an OG in the business and he kind of like I could say taught me things. I will say that. I will say that. He taught me he taught me some stuff. You feel me? He taught me he taught me some stuff. You dig what I'm saying? And one day He's driving on a forklift on a flatbed trailer. A fat flatbed trailer, if you don't know what it is, it's, you know, the ones, you know I mean, you drive on whatever, straight flatbed trailer. 
He's driving on a flatbed trailer. And it's it's like it's damp outside. It wasn't raining, raining, but like it was, you know what I mean? It was kind of wet. So he's driving on it off the dock. Coming into the building. I turn around and I hear a crash. Bang. I immediately turn around and I look and there's a forklift on one of my coworkers. I'm talking about 15,000 pounds, people. 15,000 pound forklift on one of my coworkers' legs. He's looking in my eyes and I'm like, yo. I immediately, my mind just clicked, clink. I run around the corner. I go get a 25,000 pound lift, which is a bigger lift, obviously. I drive it back around. I pick up the lift off of my coworker's legs. I pick up the lift. I move it out the way. I go grab him. Mind you, he's so in shock. I pick him up. He starts to try to run. Like he's so he doesn't even know what's he doesn't even realize he's his legs are are still on the ground while he's trying to run. So I grab him up, grab it up, throw him in a truck. We fly all the way to the hospital. Boom. I get a call later. Yeah, I mean, thank God you got him here in time. We saved his legs. You dig what I'm saying? We saved his life. Like, he lost a lot of blood. If he didn't get there in time, who knows? That that right there, reality check. That was real. That was real. And, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to get y'all moody or nothing like that, but I'm just trying to get real with you because it's real. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, hold on. Let me lighten it up for y'all. Hey, there you go. One more. Y'all back. Okay. But yeah, that was, that was, that's real facts. That's real facts. You feel me? And it's crazy, but I just want, yeah, I mean, I'm talking about corporate smarts and I'm just talking about how I came up in my corporate stuff. Like I said, man, my disclaimer is I'm not no therapist. I'm just speaking my truth. You feel what I'm saying? But my main thing is the one main thing I learned, and I want everybody to take heave on for this corporate smart episode is that job I had for that guy I worked for that did nothing but bless me and gave me nothing but great opportunities and I would, I would do it again, except for one thing. And this was the killer. I worked for that company, I would say, for damn near 12 years. 12 years. And at the end of the day, what wasn't corporate smart on my end? 
out of all the corporate smart stuff that I was on top of and handled and made sure I, you know what I mean, was in the right positions, knowing what I had to do, da-da-da-da-da, the one thing that wasn't corporate smart for me and that put me on a low, but I still had to grind and get it back, was I didn't have the sense or anyone to even say to me, do you have a 401k? Mm, do I have a 401k? That was a damn good question. And here was a damn bad answer. No. No 401k. Now, mind you, I was working 12 years around the country. Big projects, little projects. Yeah, I mean, all type of stuff. And at the end of the day, when I walked away for that company, the company kind of went under or whatever. And, you know, they was having problems, blase squaw. When I walked away, I walked away with my knowledge and my toolbox. You dig what I'm saying? Could you imagine working somewhere for 12 years? And, yeah, I saved. You know what I mean? I did what I had to do, and I shouldn't have to rely on a 401K. But at the end of the day, that's what the American dream tell you, that that's your, your safety net. You feel what I'm saying? That That's considered your safety net. So I didn't have a safety net. And... I wasn't corporate smart on that. And that was the, if I ain't know nothing else, I should have knew that. So that's why I'm trying to help anybody in that situation right now. Everybody right now, if you working, get a 401k. Put a penny in that shit. I don't care. Put something in there. Because when I walked out, I had my knowledge and my toolbox. I got some pictures, some videos. Some great-ass memories, some life-changing memories. But if you don't get nothing else out of this video, get you a 401k. Other than that, we in the LLCs now. You dig what I'm saying? We corporating. We, we changing the corporate smarts. Yeah, I mean, we changing up the corporate smarts to LLCs, stuff like that. We want to own it now. Yeah, I mean, that's the way to go. I mean, everybody want to work. Let's own it now. And I did it before, but now I got the knowledge that I can do what I really want to do with it. And hopefully... I can save you the 12 years. If I save someone the 12 years of working hard as hell, doing what you got to do, but not having that security blanket, then I appreciate that's why you hit this button. But that is the Corporate Smart segment. I'm your boy, Bino. This is the G&G Podcast. If you haven't subscribed, I don't know why you haven't, but you better get there because you know we're going to win.